Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. But, um, yeah, honey, here we go. All right, guys, here we are for another episode. Yes, Lord, here it is. Thank you guys for sticking with us for another week. Right, we in episode six, guys. We woo, hey, into the double digits, honey. We don't past five, Mm, Um, past the median. Okay, we can go to first grade now. Oh, so excited! (laughs) Passed. We can go to big girl school. Ooh, put on my pull ups, child. Not the pull. We should be in panties at this point. Okay, big girl panties, whatever. I'm a big kid kid now. Damn it. Oh, okay. So we're here, episode six. So first things first, what we got to do is address the wine of the week. Yes, Lord. All right. So our wine of the week is Riesling. We didn't choose a specific brand, but we did choose Riesling as our wine of the week. Uh, Constance, what kind do you have? Okay, so I have, it just says Riesling Washington State on the front. But it's Rose Creek Riesling. Um, I got it from good old Lidl, which um, for those of you that have Aldi, you probably have its competitor, Lidl, which is old, mm. good old German Aldi. But it was, uh, I don't know, like seven ninety nine or something. Definitely in the budget. Uh, this, I think I've had Riesling like once before, but it was a sweet one. I was, I've learned today that there's apparently <laughs> a regular Riesling and a sweet one. Mm-hmm. And this is regular. Um it's got a tarty lemony something or other, some citrus going lemony? on up in there. Okay. Yeah, well, it tastes like Pinot to me, but it's it's, it's a little bit more bubbly, kind of maybe. Yeah, it has some bubbles in it. Cancel it. Oh Ooh. Lord, Mo, <laughs> which, Mo, Mo, which brand did you get? Radiance Riesling from Joseph Wingberg. A cute little blue and yellow bottle. So pretty. Mm-hmm. But definitely not on my buy list again. Oh, Damn. okay. Mm-mm. What's pretty too? Yeah, I mean it's so pretty, but mm-mm. makes you smack your lips. It's so tart. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Y'all know I do sweet and bubbly, so this is not my. This won't be a part of my go-to list. But I mean, gets the job done. It's not nasty. Mm-mm. mm-mm. And Jawanda, it meets your alcohol um, percentage requirement. This one is actually nine point five, oh, and mine is f- eleven. Oh wow! So Riesling um, is probably one of it's it's not like my go to, um, but it's one that I put on my list of drinks that I buy or wines that I buy. I have the Sweet Chateau Michelle Riesling. And I know that brand specifically has a sweet one and they have a regular one. Mine is actually 12%. So I like this one. Um, when I was thinking about going keto, this oh. was this was one of the wines that was okay to drink. And when I looked at the list of like wines that wasn't like too dry, um, 
because too dry. You can't have it too sweet, so that means it's too many carbs. But oh. so this was one of the ones I actually ended up liking. Um, I think does this one. So this one only has five carbs in it and three grams of sugar per per glass. So I I like the Riesling. It reminds me of kind of like a Pinot Grigio. If you like a mm-hmm. Pinot Grigio, it's a little. I guess it does have a little bite to it. But you know I like tart things or mm. whatever i'm sorry when i'm drinking i am not looking at the nutritional content okay. well i'm just saying for the people who are <laughs> keto or they are they call it like half-ass keto or whatever this is one of like one of the drinks you can drink as far as wine mm. there are other like alcohol like whites um as far as like liquor you can drink um but this one is like in the middle it's like between dry and sweet so it's like right there in the middle that's interesting. I know they had the list of those. Yeah. I don't hate it. I mean, it's definitely something that I know now that I would probably buy, like, not that any place would be out of Sauvignon Blanc or, um, what you call it, Pinot Grigio. But it could be another one I just have on the rack, you know? Yeah. As a, a backup. You know, like, yeah. oh, okay, well, damn, I'm out of my go-to. Mm-hmm. But this tastes pretty good. Let's throw this hole in the freezer. Yes. The tartness is from like the apples that's in it, so it does oh. have like a tart apple. So that's rare. probably why it makes you want to just smack your mouth after you drink it. But that, it's about as bad as putting one of those sour gumballs in your mouth. <laughs> oh my god, now it ain't all of that now. It's like that. Um, you remember that video I sent y'all? The little girl who licked the lemon, and she was like. <laughs> <laughs> Her face was all sucked in, but she kept looking the lemon. That's what killed me, my babies. They were like, oh, good God. And then they, they want some moto. Yeah. So, that was funny. Yeah, definitely has that um, kind of a tart thing, but I like it. So, Where do y'all get your, your, your wine selection from this week? Kroger. You know I always go to the Kroger. The Kroger's. <laughs> I happened to be at Lidl, and I was like, I'm going to kill two birds at one stone and go and get this thing. I was shopping for my shit and still forgot something. <laughs> Don't you hate that? Yes. I had to go back to the damn store for one thing that I forgot for this recipe that I had perfected over the years. Ridiculous. Yes. You are the queen of pastas. Oh, you think I fucking know how to make Alfredo and not forget damn Parmesan cheese. But it just always slips my mind because I'll never have milk. So I'd be worried about that. Girl, I go in with the old school paper and pen list that I wrote. And Sometimes I'll use my notes, but it's just like, mm-hmm. something when about that write. paper just holds me, right, it holds me accountable. But and I found my wine selection this week from the food line, so I upgraded mm. just a little bit from mm-hmm. the pig last week. <laughs> Ain't no shame in the pig, honey. Yeah, I dig the pig. Me too. Okay. Well, our episode for this week is about work-life balance, and we decided to name it, I didn't come to work to work today. Um, that, I mean, ironically, that's something that I tell my coworkers every now and then. I walk up to them. I just feel like, I just want to tell you that I didn't come to work to work today, so you're not mm-hmm. going to get 100% Jawanda out of me. You're going to get the necessary Jawanda out of me today. It's not gonna be, you know, you ain't extra. Giving it your all. Mm-mm, no, you just gonna get what we need to make sure we suffice and make it through the day. 
Bare minimum work, Juwan. Bare minimum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn shame. And sometimes I mean, showing up is the bare minimum. Okay. I, mean, <laughs> I am present and accounted for, dear. I'm here. Right. Lord. I got dressed today. I mean. I drove here. Brushed my teeth and washed my whole face. I wiped the sleep out my eye to come to this raggedy motherfucker this morning. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all. <laughs> period. Facts. Okay. On, and that's on period. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> so, do you guys um have any examples of when you went to work because you went to work not to work today or you went to work just because you was on the schedule? Uh, lord, yeah. There's several several <laughs> instances of that I can recall that I did that. But I mean, it's honestly harder for me to not go to work than to go on in. Um, getting a sub is damn near impossible. It was it was a, a damn near impossible for folk with a raggedy ass sub um, company we use. And now with Rona out there, don't nobody want to, girl. Hold up, so y'all have a company? I yeah, think. that's why my we, face is yeah. all scrunched up like, what? I, I didn't know it was a thing either, but yeah. We used to have people from the community to come. Yeah. And it was real good. You know, we love that because they're reliable. They showed up on time. And nine times out of ten, they knew the child's mama who would cause the most trouble and threaten to call them because they already had their number and their grandmama's number. So I never had to really worry about this one when I wasn't there. But we can't find a sub. So, yeah, there are plenty of times I just go on in there and be like, look, I'm tired as hell. I got four hours of sleep last night. What you're not finna do is be extra and not meet my expectations. As a matter of fact, you better exceed them motherfuckers today because me and you will have a whole problem. I'm just gonna be a bitch on site. Oh. I catch you looking at anything but that motherfucking book in this hallway this morning looking like you trying to talk. I'm coming at you. So, yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, and I, ma'am. I mean, it's not a good thing. I hate. I feel bad. I take it out of my chair, but some just look at me and know. Oh God, you tired? Today? Yes. Everybody like, shh. Be quiet. Miss Gant tired today. Oh. I know. They usually real sweet, except for that one. That be that one. The door. Get out. I can't take you. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. I ain't come to work to work today. Goddamn. I'm not finna. I'm not finna with you. I'm just not finna. Not just get finna. out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Mo, you got you yeah. got an example? What you got? Yeah, like I was gonna mention that your schedule is the only one that has flexibility, so me and Constance have to show up. <laughs> like, <laughs> no there not is going to work. Even though she dying. has the option of a substitute, she really doesn't. There is no substitute. I'm either out or I'm in. Mm-hmm. So I don't really think I have, have flexibility. I but think your schedule changes, though. My schedule is the same. So for now, it's the same. There's nothing that changes about my schedule. Um, and then, like not having the ample amount of people there, it affects it um, mm. significantly. So if you're one of those people like me that thinks about the little 80-year-old lady that needs her box of medications, you're going to go into work even though you don't feel like working today. So I think that it just depends. In my situation, 
it depends on whether you care or not, I guess I should say. Um, as far yeah. as from a pharmacist's perspective. Like, mm-hmm. there are some people who already are off that day. There are some people who <clears throat> requested vacation that day. And there are some people who call out just because. And there's some people who call out this because there's an emergency. You never know what you're going to get that day. So yeah. if I call out and then I hear that somebody else called out, I feel bad. Like, there was one time... Um, I called out, but I felt so bad. Like, I was, like, hurting, though. Like, I just, I wouldn't have been beneficial to go to work. But because, like, I called out, I still felt bad. I still felt bad about it. And I can't, I can't get over it. That's the problem. You should never feel bad. I know. But when I went to work, I mean, everybody was like, because they, I've only called out twice. And I worked there two years. So, um, they was like, are you okay? You good? She's like, I was worried. You you was out for the count because they thought maybe I got COVID or something. And mm-hmm. it was like, we was concerned, but I'm glad you okay. Like, people was like, coming up to me was like, yo, yeah. are you good? Like, because <laughs> you don't never miss work, nigga. Where was you at? Right. Are you alive? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm just that person. I don't like to call out. Even if I'm having a bad day, I'll still go to work. Like I told y'all about my coworkers that I talk to frequently, they know when I'm having a bad day and they just know to just leave me alone. I'll get over it sooner or later. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to work in a whole funk. Yes. But I feel bad not to go, so I'm going to go. I got an attitude or not, I'm going to be there. (laughs) No, I think I just, I clearly vocalize when I'm not here for the shit. Like, I'm here, but if it's something urgent, bring it to my attention. Otherwise... It's going to take me all day to do one task. I, Whatever it is. Yeah, I, take me all day. I don't have that kind of time. I wish I had that kind of time to be able to take all day to do one task, but that I can't. I know, poor thing. I know, I know. I'm just like, yeah, I'm working on this project that's going to take me two days to record. <laughs> oh, my Lord. She already scheduled herself. Yes, I'm booked and busy right at my desk. <laughs> For two Listening days. to a Netflix right. movie, exit hey. absolutely. I could not, girl. That's really how I got through my year of remote teaching. <laughs> when I tell you I had Disney Plus and I was watching Law and Order: Criminal Intent on the daily, I was just repeating episodes. Oh, that's on Disney seasons. Plus. No, I'm saying I was teeter tottering back and forth between watching Disney movies on Disney Plus and then I would get on Sling and watch Law and Order: Criminal Intent. I don't know what's up with women in these law and order movies shows or these criminal shows like i just feel like i'm the only lady or woman that don't do that well i have had a long-standing love for law and order since i was young when i thought i wanted to be a lawyer um hmm. yeah <laughs> let that dream go i became a fucking teacher anywho i um <laughs> <laughs> I've had that for a minute. Now, these murder mystery craze, I don't get that because I'm the type of person like, that shit makes me nervous. I live alone. I I don't want to think about how um, Johnny, every man, decides to sneak in people's houses and like, I don't know, pluck out their teeth with not without them knowing and then they leave with no trace and they just wake up with no teeth the next morning. Like, I... (laughs) bring me comfort okay (laughs) that doesn't make me feel good 
to think that somebody's out here just being weird yeah. and invading my space without me knowing or murdering me in my sleep when I'm just trying to live my life. Facts. <laughs> I, 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 I definitely watched CSI during the pan, the panoramic. Uh, that was my go-to, but the one that trips me out is Fatal Attraction. Because these those people were like married and then their spouses killed them for insurance money or, you know, an old boyfriend came around and killed you because he got jealous. It's crazy. So hold up, yeah. do you watch them like religiously? Is it just like my 600, my, my 600 pound life addiction or? No, just something I watched at one point. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is crazy. I'm never watching again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause like, like we know people crazy, sometimes. but yeah. then watching shows like that, you'd be like, oh, people crazy, crazy. Yeah. 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 I don't want to watch something about a serial killer. Like, but it's, it mm. seems like women, like, I don't know, maybe it's not us, but it just seems like a lot of women like shows like that. And I just, I just can't get into it. I'm not, I'm not about that. I'm about the the foolery. I like the trash TV and I like the the shows that don't make sense. I mean, put on Norbit. Okay. Yeah. I want something to make me laugh. Yeah. I'm not into. Th- I mean, now I the only drama I will watch is like a cop show, and I tried with Grey's Anatomy. I legit got through thirteen and a half seasons, but y'all, I just didn't have a tear left in me. I didn't have it. I didn't have it. Yeah, I got through like the good a little bit of season fourteen. I just did not have the energy to cry over another death of a character. I just couldn't take it. Yeah, I, I could not take it. There's yeah. too much emotion. I definitely watched Grey's Anatomy all the way up. I don't even know what season it was, but um, it was like two years ago. I For some reason, I just stopped watching it. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just got... It, it just stopped interesting me. Like, yeah. I had no interest anymore. Like, I just stopped watching it. And maybe it got better after a while, but I, will, I won't know. Maybe again, I maybe later I'll pick it up because I was like into it. I was watching Private Practice. I was oh. like all the spinoffs. Like I watched everything. No. So um, I was definitely a Grey's Anatomy fan. Like a, a number one fan. Anyway, back to work-life balance. <laughs> what balance, bitch? It's okay. work and then I sometimes have a life. I don't know what to tell you. But you know for people like me, I need to create a work-life balance because I don't think I have one. And I think the only reason why I have to create one is because I have a significant other. I think if I didn't have a significant other in my life right now, it'll be all work-based. It wouldn't yeah. be a life balance. It'd just be a work balance. Yeah. So, um, I guess there, there are some things that we found... Um, there was an article we found from the Mayo Clinic that talked about work-life balance and some things that we can take from it to give to our listeners. Um, one of the things they talk about is what complicates a work-life balance. So one of the main things that they talk about is working from home. So there's a lot of people now because of the, um, Panera Bread, they're working from home. And... (laughs) sorry. (laughs) So because we never call it what it is. <laughs> Panamera. It's a it's a pimento cheese. Anywho. Yes. Because of the pimento cheese sandwich, there is just we just they're working from home. So there's no need for them to actually get in the car and drive and go to a place of business. Hell no. 
And with DoorDash, I mean, there's really no need to go anywhere. They'll even deliver your grocery to you. Yes. Yeah, you pay for it. Clutch. Instacart, Kroger, they'll deliver your groceries to you. Or you can go to the one of the little lanes and choose, tell them what number you in and they'll bring them out to you, you know? Um, there's other things about, uh, like, technology. So, technology you can cause you to bring your work home. So, if you got your email, your work email attached to your phone... Like that thing going off whether you at work or not. Right. So that's like yeah, another complication. Terrible. And then with, you know, cell phone notifications, some um, jobs like mine, we use like a, another app. So we use an app that actually allows um, us as a, I guess as the pharmacist of the building to communicate with each other. So... That's another thing. I could be home and they'd be like, oh, yo, we looking for this drug. Can somebody go to this store and get this? And if you're not, um, if you come into work that day, you may, and it's near you, you may as well just say, I'll go pick it up, you know? Right. Yeah. I feel that, especially the technology thing. Like, I I mean, I love that I can do anything from anywhere with Google because we, we're Google-based in our district. Mm-hmm. So we use, you know, forms, all that stuff. So it's like it automatically saves. It's fabulous. I can access it from my phone. I can access it from home. But that's not good because I I don't I can't leave work at work. As much as I try to leave work at work, it makes it impossible because it's just so easily accessible. And if I'm like, ooh, right, I need to take like ten minutes and just work on this. I'm in my office working for like two and a half hours on some shit that because I'm like, oh, I need to do this too. Oh, I need to go and do this too. It just. It turns into a, a whole thing, and it even says like you know that can enable constant stress because you're constant always connected to your work. And right. You, you don't. You're not really home. You know. Yeah. So I mean, you just bringing it with you. It's not like um, I like to leave my personal life at the door and my work life when I walk back out. Leave that at the door. But it's like with technology nowadays, it's just so hard to do that. You know, if I, unless I turn those notifications off or, you know, disable those notifications for the app for my job, like there's no way for me to avoid it. Or somebody going to call me and be like, can you go here? Like there's, it's inevitable. Like it's going to coincide in some kind of aspect. But I guess the thing is that we have to find out how and when to cut it off like when is it the right time to cut it off yeah it's definitely a fine line because I find myself convincing myself like oh I need to check my email so I can prepare for the next day but then you actually get caught up in reviewing everything that you have and now you're Mm -hmm. going to bed with the mindset of oh my gosh, tomorrow is waiting for me and it has all mm-hmm. these things I need to do. So then you never really get to rest. Right. So I've had to start doing that. And I also started setting my phone to go on Do Not Disturb by like 11 o'clock, I think. But it gives me a reminder like an hour before then so I know, okay, start unwinding, shutting down so that you can have some type of work-life balance mm-hmm. because if I don't get six hours of sleep, count me out. <laughs> like I'm there but I'm not there it's sad I've gotten to the point I can I can function off four now after the third day in a row I'm barely I mean 
I'm hanging on by a literal thread. Okay. My, I mean, I'm there physically in body, mm-hmm. but mind it's gone. Like, <laughs> it's totally gone. I'm just so fucking random. I'm, I'm shouting out shit out loud, but like for real though, I mean, I just be saying the most random shit because I'm just tired as hell and I'm just everything. <laughs> just like, there's no filter. I can't stop. I can't, I can't, I just can't function correctly. Yeah, I'm like that too. Like, um, so I made, when I made my, I don't say quote unquote made my schedule because I didn't really make it. But one of the compromises I made for working at night every day at work was that I go to work early on Friday so I can get off early on Friday. So that turnaround time for me is just, it can be hard some days. Like if I don't go home and go straight to sleep and I'm like up, till 12 30 1 o'clock and know my alarm gonna go off at 4 45 for me to get off at five get up at five i'm gonna be kind of rude i'm definitely gonna yeah. be kind of rude and nasty and they i mean again they know <laughs> what it means <laughs> they just like oh she need to wake up just give her a minute okay it's like that old car that's in your yard you just gotta warm it up for a little bit just just warm it up and i promise you it'll get you where you need it to where you need to go you just gotta let it warm up a little bit and that's just me like i'm just not a morning person i'm a night person i can stay up all night long i can watch the sun come up we like i enjoy being up all night because i think for me personally Night is when, I guess, when everybody else is sleeping. And that's when I can do whatever I need to do the most without distractions. So it, it works for me to just get it done at night versus getting up in the morning. No? I don't like getting up in the morning, but Lord have mercy. I feel better about my whole day if my shit is done and over with in the morning. Because I'm like, and I got the night to dedicate to me. Like the nighttime is my time. Or even the afternoon is my time. I hate laying around because if i don't start my day with that shit i ain't gonna do it i'm like fuck that shit i done gone all day now fuck i wanna do that now for the hell i'm comfortable now yeah my little mental clock shuts my mind shuts all the way off as soon as it starts getting dark like i have these big dreams of doing things after work and I don't know why I keep lying to myself. <laughs> like, I'm going to come home and do laundry, cook, right. or, you know, um, organize my closet, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Hell no. It ain't happened in 29 years. It's not about to happen. <laughs> but I be just, I try to keep the hope alive. Mm-hmm. I am not a night person, especially, like, with us doing the podcast and trying to be um, creative when it comes to, like, content and stuff and planning. Mm-mm. If it don't get done in the morning, like Hansa said, it just, it's got to wait to the next day. Nah, that's not me, girl. Like when I was in pharmacy school, I did all of my studying at night. I studied Uh at night and then I took me a little nap so I can get up in the morning. I can study some more before the exam, but that's just the best way for me to do it. It's just no distraction. Y'all sleep. You know what I mean? Y'all sleep. Mm-hmm. Everybody else sleep. It's just me and and the owls up. You know, so I'm just <laughs> I'm the owls, right? And I'm just gonna get my work done. That's the as the best way for me not to be distracted is for me to work at night. So I'm definitely a night person. When I work night shift, I work night shift twice. Um, one at one job, and then I work night shift once at this one. But when I work night shift, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was. It was great for me. It worked. Mm-hmm. 
that's your time. Yeah, that's my time. So we talked about it briefly during this conversation, but the point of bringing together work and your life together um, or marrying those two things together can cause some issues, obviously. Um, Some of those issues can be fatigue, poor health, and a loss of time with your friends and loved ones. So with that being said, um, do you guys, when you have an unbalance of work and life, what do you feel you miss out the most on? Does that make sense, that question? Yes. I would definitely say like family events or um, just just straight up FOMO of just living a life at all because <laughs> the, for real, like the first couple of years of teaching, I was like you and I didn't, I never missed work like ever. And I mean, we're off on weekends, but we, you know, I still have to do lesson plans or shit. And that shit takes, especially when I wasn't used to it, mm-hmm. it would legit take me all weekend to do it. Like I would do half of it on Saturday, the other half on Sunday. And this is while I was doing like a wash day when I was taking care of my hair. So that was, <laughs> it was an entire fucking thing. Yes. Like I was not talking to my parents at all. Not because I didn't love them, but I would go down to like get food, get something to drink and come back up to my room and, and be working. So it's just, it just sucks. You just feel like shit. Like what the hell am I doing with my life? Like they can't be just about work. Like, cause that's not living. That's how I would feel. Um, I don't know. I think for me, I think, I think I lose time with friends and loved ones. And I also think I have poor health. Um, so I can have like stress induced type situations in my life and it could be due to life or it could just be due to work. And my body tells me I'm stressed before my mind does. So once I start to get those indicators that I'm stressed out, like I have to like reanalyze my life and figure out what's happening. But also like losing that time with friends and loved ones, I feel like that's big for me. Cause y'all also, y'all all know that I'm like super big on friendships and I'm big on, you know, trying to spend time with my family when I can. Um, so I agree with you on that. Like sometimes you just have to, I guess, make a decision or a choice of when you just have to just take a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though it's hard because I like to complete tasks. Like that's hard for me. Like it's hard for me to to do something and start it and say, oh, I need to step away from this and take a break because I've been working on this for six hours, so I need to stop. But it's that's something that's hard for me to do. Is that something mm-hmm. you guys have an issue with? No, my I resonate with the fatigue and poor health because I sacrifice like getting the most, I guess, healthy meals when there's no balance. Mm-hmm. Whatever I can get my hands on, that's what I'm gonna eat. Um, I stopped meal press. I stopped meal prepping, and then, I guess, yeah, I think this falls under fatigue. Like I may sacrifice a little bit of sleep, but the little bit of sacrifice that I do do, <laughs> I may end up like um, clutching, crunching, um, what is grinding? You grinding. like 
grinding my teeth in my sleep because mm. my mind hasn't shut off. Oh. So I'm waking up in distress because I'm like, I know I didn't get enough sleep. My body hurts and I'm just not well rested. So like Constance mentioned earlier, by day three or four, when I get home, especially if that end of the that time frame falls on a Friday, do not look for me to be out in the street because I am on my couch or in my bed with some wine and I'm going mm-hmm. to bed. Like, don't look for me. I'm done. I've given y'all the best I could this week. She said, I gave you the best. You going to get what you yeah, got. Yeah. You got what you got and I have no more to give. Let me rest and reset. And then y'all might catch me outside tomorrow. <laughs> might. Catch because it might be a PJ day after that. Yeah. And see, uh, that the stuff like that, like when you can, I can feel like I can tell when I don't have a balance because I want to do, like how you said today, how you were so happy to just not have gone anywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't can't. crank my car. Like, dude, I, that is a big deal as an adult when you can sit around in the house and not have to go anywhere. Those the best anywhere. days. Like, yes. That's the best fucking days. Mm-hmm. I love when people are like, what you do today? Fucking you nothing. nothing. Yes. Like, I, I didn't do a damn thing. I didn't even have enough energy to get out of my clothes that I fell asleep in. Like, I just put on clothes just to walk my ass around my house and not sit naked on my couch because I know other folk going to sit there. But if nobody came over to this house, I'd get there naked. That's just me, though. That's just me. Yeah, That's just me. I do be thinking mm-hmm. about that. Like, damn, let me not sit on this couch completely naked because, you know, Facts. you know, things happen when you in. sit there yeah. too long. Right. You know, I don't want the couch right. to just, the, the, you know. It got to be some protective barrier between the ass and the couch. You can't just sit on the couch. I don't care you if you live by yourself or now. You fought. <laughs> it's the the extra love juices for me. Like, no. Right. no the love juices. Yeah, the body just be taking care of itself, and you don't want to leave them secretions all over the place. You got to be. <laughs> I don't know why that word is so funny to me. You got to think about the future. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, you know what I would love? I, I long for the day where I just, I don't have, a, you know, nothing to do. And I can just, like, cut my phone off mm-hmm. and just not, not look at it. That's another level of peace. Okay. Like, and, and, and it may not even be an all day. I might, you know, baby step my way up to an all day affair with no phone and just me and just disconnect from the world and not have to talk to anyone mm-hmm. for any reason at all. But, boy, I would like just good a good four hours, I'd leave that bitch. I'd cut her off and throw her in my room and just not say shit. I, th- I, have, I have two to three things to say. Oh. <laughs> two to three. Give us, give us the breakdown. Okay. What you got in So your the mind? first thing is, when I was in pharmacy school, the Friday when I came home from class, I made sure that I made it a goal for me to not move my car until Monday for class. And if, even if I was at home studying or whatever, whatever, like, I made it sure that I was going to stay home. And I, unless, like, I was meeting a study group or something. But I just made sure. Yeah. Like, I made, like, weekends where I'm saying, I'm not leaving this this apartment. Like, I'm staying here this whole weekend. One. Two. I personally go through that situation of wanting to leave my phone off or leaving it in another room when I've had enough. Like, that. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm, like, in a situation, like, if it's, like, with my family or if it's with social media or if it's something, like, I'll just put my phone in another room and I would just not look at it for hours because I just can't anymore, okay? 
it mm-hmm. I can't give anything towards my phone, so I'm done with it. Three, Constance, I remember when your ass, we could never get in touch with you. <laughs> because your Those phone would be missing. You'd be like, oh, I didn't have my mm-hmm. phone. Oh, I left my phone at home. Now, oh, now, like... Now, those were days when I really, because my phone was always dry then. Like, no one was fucking calling me anyway. No one was calling me. We were calling you. We were calling you. You called me so randomly. I was like, why was you calling me today? What the hell? Because any other time, I feel like, you bitches wasn't checking for me. And when of course, when I leave my fucking phone at home, y'all niggas call me. Who leaves their phone at home? I do. I did. I don't do it now. Like now I cannot leave. I can't, I can't do anything without that damn phone. But at one point in my life. Yeah, your boo going to be calling you. You can't be leaving the phone at home. Bye. No. <laughs> I ain't worried about that. I ain't worried about that. Nigga. Goodbye. I be worried about having no music in the car. And if I try to listen to motherfucking radio, I passed that point in my life. Whoa. Okay, hold up. I'm still there in that point in my life. Don't be coming for us that be still listening to the radio. Okay? I'm not coming for you that ain't listen to the radio. I know my personal preference. I have not listened to the radio probably since I was in high school. I just don't. When I discovered the magic of an auxiliary cord, dear, and Bluetooth in the car. Ma'am, some of us don't have those options. Okay? Some of us don't have auxiliary cords and Bluetooth. You don't have that option in your car? I thought you yes, did. Yes, that bitch has that option. No, I don't. Yeah, so why is she representing the dinosaur age? Hold up, because I am in the dinosaur age. I don't have that option. Like, I have to hook up, rig up some stuff, and now it really don't work that well, so I don't even use it anymore. So, no, I don't. I don't Sometimes I, don't I do pop an old CD in. Well, I didn't Sometimes mean I really old pop CD. an old CD. See, y'all still coming for me. I didn't mean Y'all still coming for me. Because you know what? My car got a six-disc CD changer, and I got all them things, all six discs inside. Y'all come for me. Well, sweetheart, I'm not getting mad at no six discs, but my my computer is no longer compatible with a CD-ROM drive, okay? Because they don't believe in that anymore, and I was highly upset, okay, when I figured that shit out. What kind of bullshit is that? Can't even put a, a CD-ROM in these motherfuckers no, no more. No, you have to get like the external ones and attach to your USB. And so Who ugly. the hell is about to do all of that? If you need it, shit. Well, I, have to I do still it have like the old R&B mix CDs from high yeah. school oh, yeah. that I'll pop yeah. in every now and then. I have a couple of those. And then I turn the radio down when I get to the light because I don't want nobody to hear me listen to this old shit. Girl, if this is the good stuff, ain't nobody care. They'll be like, let me go look, care. plug that into my Apple Music right now. But, you, but you're not wrong, Juana, for real. Uh, back in the day, and I'll call it back in the day because it seems like it was so far away. I was really thinking about that not long ago. Like, you know, there was a time in my life I just did not give a good goddamn if I got in that car mm-hmm. and rode to school, rode to work, rode anywhere. Didn't have it. Oh, okay. Check that bitch when I get home. Ain't nobody finna call me. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody calling me. Because it's like, when I was at work and I had my phone, nobody was fucking calling me then either. So I, I felt like it was no big deal if I left my phone at home. But now I can't do that. Well, we were suffering then, <laughs> and I'm glad that you improved your life <laughs> Listen, you, you, you both, all three of y'all, all three of y'all, you know who the third is. Y'all, y'all really, especially you, Juwanda, really told me about myself, especially with my shit-ass communication. 
Y'all are the reason I'm a better communicator today. Oh, I'm glad I can have a positive effect. Y'all are the reason I am a better communicator to this damn day. Because <laughs> we were sick of that shit and I'm trying to listen. <laughs> and <laughs> I, was, I was appreciative that you verbalized it because no one ever said anything. But as far as we know, somebody could have abducted you. We don't know. Like, yo, like, why don't you have your phone? Oh, I left her home. Like, girl. <laughs> I was like, anybody better fucking call me? You niggas know where I'm at. I'm in one of three areas. Like, I'm in class. I'm at this motherfucking schoolhouse. I'm home. <laughs> and I wasn't at home. So, <laughs> that's where the phone supposed to be. Lord. Oh, sorry. Oh, but back to this work-life balance. But yeah, child. <laughs> balance my ass. The fuck? <laughs> but listen, we can't be married to our work. It's a problem. We yeah. Set limits. I think establishing a work-life balance also depends on the career that you have. Yeah. Because some people can't bring work home. Like, it's too confidential. Right. Good for you. Like, your boundaries boundaries are already set. Set Whether you. you want them or not. But I remember when I worked in property management, I used to live on the property that I worked at. Um, if you ever go into that career field, I recommend that you do not do that shit. Yeah. Uh, because... You, like, yes, you're in your own apartment, but you mentally never shut off. Like, I was making mental notes like, oh, my neighbor is smoking weed. Let me send her a note. Oh, somebody had a disturbance in the parking lot. Let me send them a reminder. Like, and that was just because I was genuinely, like, caring about my job. If it was a manager that didn't give a damn, they'd probably be like, you know, it's after hours. I don't, what I don't see, I can't. Why are you stitching on the people? I wasn't snitching because it was my neighbor. The smell was coming through the walls and I didn't appreciate that. Go outside or something with that stuff. I don't want to smell weed smoke coming <laughs> through said, a vent at porch. 2 o'clock in the morning. And then the hoe had a dog that I know she didn't pay the deposit for. So yes, I had every reason to be to hold her responsible for the things that we signed in her lease. You were too easily accessible by living in your. You lived at work. There was bro. nothing you I could do about it. Literally lived at work. Yeah, like I should have never you shacked up with that shit. <laughs> right, I'll Mm-mm. never do Mm-mm. that again. First of all, I'm never going back to that career because that was a whole thing. Like, yeah. no, it's stressful, and you, unless you're in management, the financial reward is bare minimum because you your income is based on leasing. So like if the property is 95% leased, you're only getting paid your base pay. Hmm. That sucks. But neither here nor there. So yeah, like <laughs> your work life ability to uh, get work life balance definitely depends on your career choices. I think so too. I mean, I like, I have never done an office setting truly as a career before. I feel like last year when I was remote and I didn't actually have physical children in the room, I didn't have to truly teach all day long and my schedule was set for me. Like, there's no time to, there's nothing else. Like, you're teaching. So there's no planning. There's no refining. There's no of the other, I'm trying to think, managerial shit, if you will. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. the, the paperwork type shit that you have to do. Yeah. Like you can't do that during the day. I could do that. I could organize and I was able to prioritize my time better when I was online because my stuff was already done ahead of time mm-hmm. and I pushed it out and I had set a schedule for myself. Like I knew Mondays I 
um, like took attendance for the previous week. I updated that. Tuesday, I would send that shit off, and I would make videos for Wednesday, Thursday. You know, Wednesday, I would do this, this, and this. Like, I had a schedule of shit to do to make sure I didn't have nothing to do on the weekends. And I was good at it. But now coming back to regular-ass teaching, I don't know how to have a work-life balance. I feel like my brain won't shut off. Like, both of you have already said, like, my brain just is constantly firing off with Mm -hmm. shit that I need to do, and I can't turn it off. Like, even now, my coworker may have Rona. I don't know. This is our first week truly teaching content. Like, I'm afraid I'm going to have to get up in the morning. I'm probably going to have to talk to my principal. I'm going to talk to the fifth grade teacher. I'm like, hey, can you teach them whatever you're doing in ELA? And I'll just have to teach them all math. So I'm going to have like 30 kids in my classroom trying to teach them math in the morning all week until she recovers. Yeah. Because I don't know what else to do because I don't want them to fall behind. Right. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I'm with you there. Definitely dependent upon your damn profession and whatever your work demands are at work. Yeah. But with that being said, what are some um, things to maybe try to attempt to have a work-life balance? I know Constance, you mentioned um, beforehand about setting limits. Yeah. Prioritizing your time. As best you can. Like, I always think about try and pick, like, five or less things that are, like, the most important that got to be done. And try and make them, accept- like, easy, you know, because I love a good list, especially when I can check shit off of. So try <laughs> yeah, it's so satisfying. <laughs> like, it's yes. like, yes, bitch, I have arrived today okay, and did the damn thing. Right. Right. Sometimes I don't I'll even do care them. if it was turn the computer on. I did that. Okay. Right. I was going to say, some things I'll just go ahead and do, and I'll make sure, well, I did this, check, did that too, check. Okay, well, there's three other things I need to get done today. I stapled these papers, check. (laughs) Right. So, like, five good pressing things you just got to get done. And even one of them, it might be okay to save for later, but just so that you feel like you have accomplished something that day. And writing it down always helps. We actually accomplish a lot in our day-to-day jobs. We just never account for it mm-hmm. I know because it's so much yeah but yeah prioritize your time write down whatever goals you have and yeah. then use the extra time for yourself when you go home I think also um, you have to learn how to say no so we all know for me personally that's one of my issues that it's hard for me to Mine say too. no in my personal life and in my work life. Um, so, I mean, you, I guess you just have to realize you can't do everything. There's only 24 hours in a day and you got to make some of that time for you. So you have to figure out, you know, when to say no or ask if you could just give it to somebody else because you already have too much on your plate. Mm-hmm. Now me, I'm going to consider my options. <laughs> Can I come in early, get off a little late? Can I do the work from home? Can we do a flex schedule? I like that. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Control over your schedule. Like, I'm not saying that I'm not going to be a dedicated worker. Right. I'm just saying I need you to be a little lenient with me where it's most feasible for me to give you what I can give without it being stressful. 
Yeah. Mm. Because we're all adjusting to going back to work. The panoramic (laughs) has traumatized us. Like the whole thought of leaving home five days out of the week. By day three, I'm done. Like, I need some some time cut back. Cut it all the way back. <laughs> I, didn't get to work from home, so I don't know that life. Money. I still yeah, to go we're, to work. We're sorry oh, for I'm your sorry, inconvenience. Yeah. Okay. We yeah, but we're um, very we sorry. Don't, we don't know that life. Um, actually, I already told you I fucking hate work from home. That's where that work life balance got blurred, bitch. Because guess where I was? Home. Right at home. Okay, I don't give a finuck about doing nothing during the day. <laughs> don't care. Like I'm at home. Like I'm just gonna stay. I'm gonna put on a shirt. Maybe I'll put on some pants, but like, probably have a shirt on, some drawers, especially if I ain't gotta do nothing. It is, ugh. I gotta get up on, t- ugh. Oh my God, no. <laughs> I can't work from home. Mm, it's not I'm for me. I'm sorry, friend. You had to go to work during a panoramic. Yes. Especially when I was a goddamn remote teacher. Like, I didn't even have children, and they still made me come into my classroom every fucking day mm. to remind me that I, I had I keep no forgetting one. that you actually had to keep showing up. Every day, bitch. Every fucking day. Ridiculous. Uh-huh. Well, see, yeah, when you... I'm sure that we have listeners that understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, because oh, yeah. Cause, able... we don't, okay? Because <laughs> every day I had to go to work in that Panasonic, okay? <laughs> I was at work. I had to physically be there. If I wish I knew how, if they could drop one of those machines off at my house and I could ka-chugga, ka-chugga them, rolls out those machines and I could ship them at the UPS, USPS, I wish there was a way for me to be able to do that. But I had to show my ass up. And there was an influx of us doing work because people were staying home, so they wanted the service. So we had more people. Wanting us to send stuff home. Well, there was some job security there, so that's good. I mean, yes, job security, girl. But when you behind, because we got more and more orders coming through, there's more and more hours I was working. Thus, back to, I don't know, what episode was that? Like, five or four, where I talked about how I was working, like, 80 hours a week? Yes, God. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. You was truly married that damn work then. Married, okay. We oh, we done got married. We done had some babies. Yes, Lord, y'all was in it. To win and it. we done yeah, had y'all a y'all silver anniversary. Just that yes, y'all doing the most, bro. She said the silver anniversary. Yes, Shut honey. up. God Shut damn. Up. Definitely, we <laughs> doing so much. Well, I mean, listen. I I mean, I I try my damnedest to make an effort to detach when I get home, like. I'm not gonna say I don't bring work home, but like Mo said earlier, I'll be having all types of hopes and dreams for this bullshit. I'll be freaking <laughs> home. <laughs> but when I get home, I'm like, bro, I'm home, especially if I mess around and cook. Like, <laughs> cooking will bring me joy. And if I mess around and cook, honey, I'm, I'm probably like a good glass and a half of wine down. I'm not doing nothing else. I'm gonna eat this food. I'm gonna wash my behind and I'm going to bed. I'm gonna pick my clothes out, which I gotta do get off here. Something about walking through the front door of your home that just kind of like takes away mm. all energy that you yes. thought you had. Yes, Lord. That Good. comfort was waiting on you at the door. Girl, it's the sitting on the toilet to pee and taking your clothes off of me. 
Mm. You know, once you that's that good bra. Yes, once you take that yes. bra off. Once oh. the bra is off, work mode is canceled. Mm. Okay, well. guarantee. And don't let me take it off on the way home. <laughs> you know I'm not doing nothing when I get there. Okay. I'm not even getting out of the car to go in the grocery store or the that gas station. If I her bra off en route. And have, <laughs> and I will go right home and I'm getting, you know, the rest of my evening started for me. Right. Lord. Once the bra off and you ain't going to Wells, ain't nothing else happening. All the, nothing all the formal events are, are closed. They're canceled. Word. Hell yeah. If you want me to show up after a work day, you better call and schedule by 3 o'clock because if I take that bra off, it's canceled. Like Jawan said, we ain't coming. For yeah. real. That includes her and her titties. They ain't coming. <laughs> ain't coming. Because yeah. I can't even... The way these things are sitting up and heavy... <laughs> I can't just throw like a tank on... Where they could still get some support and I could show up and it looked decent. The only option I had to leave the house and look decent is the bra. So, yeah. I'm not going to take one off and put another one on. Mm-mm. Hell no. No. Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> so, one of the things that I like that the that, that Mayo Clinic article mentioned was doing self-care. Um, I think that's important, and but I also think that's something Very. that we neglect a lot. It's so easy to. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's something that we don't take into consideration or something that we don't... I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I don't deserve. So, yeah. I mean, I think recently I've been doing a good job with trying to make sure I do some kind of self-care, especially like on uh, my days off. Or on Fridays. So, like, I've been trying to work out when I get home. Even though, like, I work 10, 12 hours. I still try to work out. Whether it's just 30 minutes. Whatever. But I do that. So, that's kind of a self-care that I really don't mm-hmm. want to do. But mm-hmm. I do it because I'm supposed to. But the my real self-care is just laying on my couch and watching trash TV. <laughs> oh my gosh it brings me so much joy to just Girl. the sitting on my couch brings me joy in one yeah that's just that's just one thing but when i add that trash tv to it mm. it's just that's it like nirvana up in there Facts. Paradise. okay i don't know my self-care i feel like comes in watching tiktok videos it's my new my new trash TV. I mean, I have, I got to get back on my Real Housewives. That's usually my trash. I'm going to let the fall sink in. I'm going to let it get cool outside before I let them hoes start getting all chilly with each other. Mm. But um, I, I like a good spa shower. Okay, so a friend of mine told me about this. I was like, what the hell's a spa shower? Because I can't take baths in this old-ass house. I just, these bathtubs are just not it. Okay, I'm too long for them. Mm-hmm. So you got essential oils. I would recommend like eucalyptus oil, mm-hmm. peppermint oil, and like, and then have like a some sort of citrus or maybe even like a lavender. Mm-hmm. So like you put them in the corners of your tub, like you know, like on like the railing part. Like put a couple of drops in there, and then you let the hot water, like it like vaporizes it, and it Ooh. smells so good. And you can like light a couple of candles in your bathroom mm-hmm. and cut the lights off. 
play a little chill music, bitch. Let me tell you something. You will fall asleep so quick. You don't even want to put lotion on after you get out that motherfucker there. <laughs> You'll take you a good ass shower and you will blow them candles out. Your eyes be sitting good and low. Your, your, your airways will be clear. You just want to crawl in that bed, booty butt ass naked, and just wake up the next morning feeling refreshed. That's, where I, that's how I self-care, like, hard. Like, when I've been really going through it, that's one of my, my go-tos for self-care child. I'm going to have to do that. So, yeah, yeah. I'm encouraged. I'm, I'm excited. Okay, so yeah. run it back, run it back. All right, all right. So you get some essential oils. You can get them from Walmart. They sell them now. Mm-hmm. Those nice little starter pack. Get you some sort of mint, like spearmint, peppermint, eucalyptus, something to, you know, energize you a little bit, but not mm-hmm. too much. And then get you, like, some lavender. That's good for sleep. So if you're, mm-hmm. like, you know, good and tired, get you some lavender. And then if you just want something to kind of pep you up and it smells real good, then get, like, a orange or a lemon, lime, something like that. And you'll put a little bit of peppermint on. Like, I usually put it, like, on the actual handles. I got them big old handles. So there's, like, you can just put, like, a drop on, like, a, a handle mm-hmm. of the actual shower. Or you can put it, um, you know, like, you got the tub and that comes with the shower head you can kind of put it on them little corners like where you usually would sit your soap and stuff mm. put like a, a drop or two of lavender in one a drop or two of peppermint in the other and do the same thing on the other sides so that way then you turn that hot water on and then just let it you know evaporate up and then light you i don't know two or three candles if you got them and one big candle will really suffice you don't need that much damn light and slap on some Ari Lennox or something. Yes, and it, you Ari. Know, just something chill. Or find you like a Zen playlist or something. They got plenty of mindfulness playlists and stuff. They got some on YouTube. They got some on Apple. Play that shit. Take you a good old shower. And just, just kind of let the wa- the hot water hit you and take all your stress away. Yes. And you know, um, speaking of which, like one of the selling points when I bought the house was that in the master it had like a shower and the shower had like a bench in it and you know i really don't take advantage of it you know i'm just, up what yes <laughs> so i just so, neat. so i need to do that i need to put give me some essential oils and then sit on my bench and let the hot water just you know sit on my body while i'm sitting on the bed. yeah man mm-hmm. all i heard was cold stones Touching my ass, like I'm. Let the that's all I heard when you said first. The... Let it warm up yes. and then move it out the way. So it need to be heated. It needs to be a heated bench. It's me. more. It's, it's more like, like tile. So I have like white tile. So in my whole shower is like tile. So it's all this white tile with a gray grout or whatever gray oh, cement. Oh, that's so stressful because my hoo ha got to sit on this tile. Like I'm gonna need, but it's it's yours, so you <laughs> you know how clean it is. It's I your know, shower. but then it's like we got to clean it every time before we go in. Oh, clean it when I come out. Ain't nobody using that bathroom but you. Now, yes, nobody uses the massive bedroom except you and your husband, uh, your That's you true. and your man. If you living with your man, and I mean you oh, ain't your, going. Your juices and bodily fluids are gonna be on them now. Yeah, you ain't washing in Planet Fitness, girl. You just going to your house. <laughs> It's yours. Right. <laughs> this is not a recreational bathroom. <laughs> back to self-care. I mean, back to right. work-life balance. But the thing is, basically setting limits, having self-care, and relaxing and doing what you love. So that's one of the mm-hmm. things about um, 
you know, work-life balance is you got to have those three things incorporated, um, I think, for you to be sane, kind of. I hate to use that word, sane. No, but really. But, yeah. Gives you a sense of uh, sanity again, I would think. Yeah. And then something that we didn't talk about was developing a support system. And I think that's something that you should develop, whether it's at work or at home. Mm -hmm. So... I think having a support system is important. Do you guys have some kind of a support system at all? My dog. She's my emotional support animal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And she- <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. I love it. We love Bella. Bella be, you yes, know, honey. coming through. She be trying she to say hi. Yeah, she be trying to get herself care on too. Mm-hmm. What she need, barking real quick. And Monique she be is- running. You know, they love on each other. <laughs> And I think it's great. She she waits for me with the most energy, hopping like oh. three feet in the air. That's so cute. And I had to learn, just like a newborn child, that I needed to take her to like doggy daycare during the day because if not, she'd be looking for me to play with her. And I'm like, girl, I have no more energy, okay? When I come home, I need you to be ready to go to sleep. And now we have that understanding, so we're good. Oh. But yeah, that's my support <laughs> system. So do you still take her to daycare? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. She goes to my... To my and plays with my sister's dog during the day. That's so cute. Oh, she's like an actual little play kid. Day. Yes, yeah. it's a whole child. Yeah, her and her cousin. And then I have to pack day. her bag in the morning with her <laughs> dog toy, her she leash, did. her um food. It's yeah, it's a whole child. And don't let her have <laughs> mornings where she and I didn't get any sleep. I'm at the front door looking at her like, okay, let's go outside. And she's looking at me like, no, I'm about to go back down this hall and get back in the bed. And sometimes she will. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't have time for this today because we already running late. Why are you making me chase you to get in this damn car? So, yes, it is a whole child. Goddamn. But we love Bella. We do. Aww. That's good. I I mean, I have y'all. I have my, my parentals, you know. And uh, even Doug and Simone be loving on me and be like, hey, come over to the house and let's just watch some movies and decompress and drink and just be stupid for a little while. So, you know, I got I got some peoples in my corner. And of course, I got my homie. Got my little homie lover friend. He chills me out. Yeah. So I got that. Well, I'm happy to be in the number. Yes, Lord. Shit. This right here has been fucking amazing. (laughs) <laughs> like, and like for real, like us being in one little space. I know every Sunday, like I block my time off. I'm like, nah, bitch. It's seven o'clock on a Sunday. Can't do it. Can't do nothing with it. I'm sorry. My, my time's been blocked off. I, I'm talking to my girls at that time. So <laughs> I'll have to catch you later. You catch me earlier on Sunday. <laughs> um, so I think mine, my support system are definitely my friends. Y'all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I feel very special. Very special. Why you laugh? It's the smack of the lips for me, <laughs> like, ma'am. I just had to say, it's definitely my friends, and um, for sure, I think like my sister and my brother-in-law as well. They're definitely a support system to me. When I don't reach my friends, or if I do need additional support, I do reach out to them as well. And then also, you know, my partner, my partner in crime, mm-hmm. you know, he been, he's been here, I guess uh, officially he's been here for nine years of my life. And, but 
we've been together for seven, but like we at that point, like you know each other, so like yeah, it helps. And yeah. then he has to see my face just about every day with our schedules. It's kind of weird, but like just about every day he see my face, so he know when something wrong. And then you know my coworkers also help as well. Um, I know it's. I don't I guess to get to know me is to get to know my different moods. So like <laughs> yeah. I'm with my coworkers most of the day. So they also are a good support system. And I can ask them questions and all of them are at different points of life. So like I could just go to different people to ask different questions. So I think that's important. I don't think I've worked with so many yeah. so many black people ever in my life. That'd be great. So with this being said of our our whole situation of trying to talk about work-life balance, do you guys have any suggestions or tips for listeners about work-life balance? Sometimes I and I'm, and like y'all said before, there might be some, like you said, Monique, like there are some that may have more trouble with finding one. So if that's the case, that may be a sign to possibly switch careers. You know, or find a place in your career if you don't want to leave it that would give you the freedom to have a work-life balance. If if it's you know suits you financially and and whatnot, if you're willing to make that sacrifice, and it, and if you can't find that, then it it might be time to you know schedule a therapist. And ain't nothing wrong with that shit because I had to do it, and it, and it, we had to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've all have to do it, and and it's not a. Like, if you may not have a support system just yet or you don't recognize your support system, you know, whatever you're going through, don't be afraid to seek out professional help. Facts. Seriously, because it it, it really does change your perspective and your paradigm about so many things and can even be your work. So, you know, don't be afraid to get somebody's opinion that don't fucking know you because it, 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 you know, it could truly benefit you. And it can help you see things through a different lens or a different perspective yeah. so yeah don't be shy to reach out to get help i think yeah. we as black people especially need to normalize therapy because a lot of people don't think it's normal and it's for quote-unquote crazy people so no, it's no. just for people who's trying to figure shit out basically hell yeah without judgment mm-hmm. and and it's a good way to get some shit off your chest some shit you might not even knew you had right and nobody knows, just you and the therapist. Nobody, he, mm-hmm. they, he or she can't snitch on you. They can't okay. tell nothing. It's against the law, okay? The whole law. Unless you're going to do something to harm yourself, they cannot tell your business. So, right. don't worry about it. Patient pr- privilege. Mm-hmm. Watch your law and order shows, guys. Oh, they Lord. talk about that all the time. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we're circling back. Something serious. <laughs> <laughs> she said she got her law degree from law and order. I sure did. <laughs> Still don't know what corpus is, but I got some things. L and O University. <laughs> Speaking of order, my tip is to redefine your values when you realize mm. that you have stepped away from a work a healthy work life balance because ultimately when you allow yourself to like lose that, you start to sacrifice a lot. So what are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to let go of 
Yes, for the self-reflection, damn it. <laughs> for, the, for the cause of work. Because I, I refuse to let go of my sleep. Yeah. I refuse to miss out on family functions because I'll have a mental health day in a minute. Mm. Oh, Charge it to Lord. the sick leave, baby, because I ain't going to be there. For real. <laughs> now, I'm good about that. Do not underestimate taking off. They don't give a fuck about you and you have the days, bitch. It ain't got to be a week. But just be like, just call in sick and don't actually be sick. And you'll be surprised how much a half day really makes a difference. Mm. And I think employers appreciate that. Like, she's coming in to do what she can, and then she needs the rest of the day off. Yeah. I'm glad you guys get that opportunity. Is that why you look so sad for me? No, I don't I don't feel any sympathy for you because you have the option to take sick leave. You choose to go in there cramping and all the other stuff. We 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 talk about the option. You, you just never face. take it. Yes, you never take it. And we it. said do not go to work. You feel like trash. That's what you have sick days for. I'm gonna go. And what did you all say? Right, I'm Tell going. the people what you said. I said I'm going to work. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay. Lord of mercy. But there's medication for that, so I took some medication. I understand. I understand but I just, but you... we, I just have a problem with calling out. Like I just whether I have to be like losing a whole like leg for me to be like I'm calling out. Like it has to be a serious problem, and I have a problem ever since. I, ever since I had my first job at McDonald's, like I just could not call out. I think it's probably my thing of not wanting to disappoint people or mm. not being dependable. Cause I pride, yeah. I pride myself in being a, being a dependable person. So that could be it. I don't know what it is, but I just can't call out. And I think at one point EJ was like that too, but I think now he feels like, um, if he, he can, he can't, so he won't, but I have You talking about, you don't want to, call out for work unless you lose a leg bitch you might lose a leg because you exhausted and when you fall down them stairs or something right now you have to call out from work yeah i, I just wait till i get there to that point i just i need you to not get to that point that's yeah. the whole, I that's just the whole point get to that point <laughs> why do we have to get to that point before we call out i just can't do it i feel bad so i can't it's just something I can't do. Like my mentality is that I feel bad that I'm just not fulfilling what I'm supposed to fulfill. So you know what? That's fine. So how about what you can do is start working so many fucking extra hours. Whoa. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Cause see, you see how you heard that word extra. So you are signing on to be doing more. And I understand that you've become accustomed to the lifestyle that that has afforded you because you've worked so many extra hours. However, comma, bitch, you are going to have to back that shit up because I could not believe that you were in your bonnet yesterday on a fucking Saturday. I was so thankful to see that you were not at fucking work yesterday. Yo. Yeah, she summoned us for a meeting, y'all. And I was so... Yeah. (laughs) I didn't care. I didn't give a fin up that she summoned (laughs) us for a damn meeting. I was so happy that she wasn't... At work with her mask on, and I was hearing that click clack shit in the back. I was so happy that she wasn't at goddamn work. It wasn't even funny. So, no, you can't call out. Maybe that's not your thing. But what you can stop doing, it's totally in your control, is to stop signing off for extra hours. Okay, hear that? Extra. Mm. Extra. E X T R A. 
means optional. You don't have to. And it doesn't have to be a lot. Like I'm saying, if you work in 60 hours right now, work 55. Like just, just back up a little, just back up a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay, holla at me after the wedding because somebody got to pay for that. (laughs) And on on this on this impromptu segment of Unestablished Podcast, mm. our toast goes to <laughs> our in, our intervention toast goes to working the required hours with minimal extra mm. and yes. maintaining a work life balance. Hello, Jawanda. I don't see your glass as a part of this cheer. I need you to, yeah, I, I need, need you to bring you, your don't, glass don't leave us forward. Hanging. That's hateful. Yes, you We're better here than for that. you. All right, and a one, two. two. Cheers! Cheers! <laughs> Takes a healthy sip of wine. <laughs> just a little bit, uh, baby step it. I mean, hell, even if it's just one hour less, just give just give some time back to you. With all due respect, I am working a, a lot less than I did last year. So I am. It's just that I'm. Uh, I mean, I got things to buy. I just need for you to see that you are important and you are smart and you are kind and you are valued and you shouldn't be working yourself to death, okay? It's not to death. That's all I want. I just want you to know that you you deserve to be off sometime, bitch. I was off yesterday. Wow. And I was off today. Two whole days. When's the last time you did that? Don't don't try. You took me. too long. Mm-mm. Don't try. You me. took too long. You don't know. It was it was three weeks ago, and then the whole t- working on Labor Day. Tell how we girl like I look and look. You see how I said that shit? How dareth you work on the day when labor is not a thing? Like okay, first of all, how do, what how does this jump on me? First of all, I just want to say that it's out of love. No, so I want to say that at my job. We have to work a summer holiday and a winter holiday. So I chose Labor Day as my summer holiday. My other holiday choices was Memorial Day or 4th of July. So I chose Labor Day. I feel that. So can I go to my suggestion or tip? Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, we're listening. I think we're done with you. But this Riesling, though. Dang. It'll get you there. Facts. Okay. Ah! Because I am feeling every bit of this glass. It'll get you there. <laughs> I think I'm about half halfway into the bottle and I, I'm done. Okay. But right my now. suggestion um, is, or tip, is just make sure you make time for yourself. Um, even though I, hold up, hold up with the faces. Hold up with the faces. Even though I work these amount of hours, 50, 60 hours a week, I do make time for myself in some kind of capacity. I do come home and I try to make sure I work out four to five times a week. In addition, when I'm getting ready for work or, um, or even when I'm off work, I turn on the TV and I watch me an episode of something. Uh, I like when I'm getting ready for work and I'm making my lunch or I'm getting ready for work and I'm eating something before I go to work. I turn on the TV and even if I don't watch the whole episode of Housewives, I'm watching one of the Housewives. So I make some kind of time for myself and also I make some kind of time for my significant other. So that's Fridays are our days. So when I come home from work on Friday, we usually 
go out to eat um, to a restaurant. Or we go. <laughs> a restaurant. Or we go, we order something or we, you know, cook something as a collective. So you got to have that balance of if you're going to have a significant other in your life, you got to include them in your work-life balance. It's like work-life significant other. You got to, you got to juggle all three for well, sure. One day the Lord might put me in that position until then. I mean, it's not easy though. Don't think it's easy. <laughs> Okay, so you got to be careful what you pray for. You got to make sure the Lord give it to you at a time where you are ready for it. Because it's definitely not an easy task. And there's just times when I have to tell him, you need to slow down. And he has to tell me, you need to slow down. So you just got to make sure you you got the right person and it's at the right time. Mm. For sure. I felt that one. Yeah. But that's what I got, girl. Okay. After y'all done came for me, y'all done read me for filth. You know. I, I don't know what all that, sweetie. It just, you know. It was out of love. It was truly out of I, love. We did it because we, you know, I don't want you to get burnt out. You ain't been working this job that damn long. And I really don't want I you to get burnt out. I love you. Okay, Faith. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I have, I mean, I haven't been working that long, but I do feel like I've worked a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm tired and I'm ready for, I'm ready for somebody to retire me, please. Okay. <laughs> From donut me, please, to retire me, please. Retire me, please. Okay. Oh I'm God. ready for that. I'm ready for the point in my life where I just said, I don't need this. My man got two jobs. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know my life goes. <laughs> we know. We Milton's coming. He on his way. Facts. The, listen, we've been praying for Milton since college, and honey, he is on the way. You know, the the good Lord is just baking him right now, so he'll be ready for your consumption. Facts. Mm-hmm. Y'all know y'all supposed to benefit from this too. Okay, listeners, let me tell y'all about my friend. Your friend, if your friends ain't down for you like this, reevaluate your friendships. My friends have been praying for my husband, but we don't know what this man look like, where how he's coming, where he's at, why he has not gotten his life together, and presented himself to me. But they have been in the trenches praying for this man for me for 10 years so i'm excited that our listeners get to come along this journey with us because when he arrives it is going to be Uh, he ain't gonna know i'm gonna cry i'm gonna cry i know it is going to be lit it's gonna be like we've been waiting for you all along where have you been yes sir what were you doing (laughs) we definitely was waiting for you at the dome at the dump. Yes. So okay. at that point, I'll have to reestablish what my work-life balance is like. But until then, the single life is, it's a little, it's a little rough over here, but you know, we manage it. <laughs> it's got, it's got, it's, it's got its advantages. Don't be, don't be quick to rush it to know. But it makes it something. easier for you to focus more on work mm-hmm. and focus more on things that you don't need to focus on because there's nobody yeah. else here hand, holding you account, you accountable. You focus on you though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You don't have that's to true. give your time and energy to another. And it's not easy being in a relationship. It no. take that is work. It's like you yeah. get off work, you got to go to work again. So it's work. So yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it's hard all the time, but it's definitely no. something that you have to work at and you have to yeah. communicate with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 
Yeah. It's not easy. I'm learning that now. Yeah. Again. And, <laughs> and both parties have to be willing to compromise and come together and work at it together. So that's another situation. If you ain't got that other person that's willing to fight with you, then they just fighting against you. So yeah. Yeah, being part of the solution, part of the problem. Facts. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we, I guess we're done with our. Um, I ain't come to work to work today. Yeah, that's it, child. Let's mosey now on. Go on, mosey on down the road. Yes, down the wine with wine. Who got a wine? Who who read the wine with some wine? <laughs> Me. You got a wine, you going first today? <laughs> Mo, I feel like I feel like you have something. Come on down to the altar. <laughs> <laughs> to the wine like, altar? I, uh, come on to the wine altar. I feel like you got a testimony. Bring it to the altar. Mm. My wine of the week. Is somebody poisoned me yesterday, y'all? I was- oh, my God. <laughs> what? It was the sushi. <gasps> it was something. No. Y'all, when I told y'all, tell y'all ungodly things that happened yesterday in that bathroom, <laughs> it was I'm sorry. horrible. Okay. Oh, it was painful because, okay, so we are being real and honest on this show. So I some I had a gift bag in my car and I contemplated pulling over and using the restroom in the gift bag <laughs> and using and using the tissue paper as toilet paper because it was that bad. I was in so much pain. Oh, I'm so sorry that that And I did not eat today until two o'clock because I couldn't understand. Like I had sushi for lunch. Then I rolled over to a birthday party. And mind you, my goal was to stay in the house. But a friend of mine was on the phone. And he was like, oh, you should go out and enjoy life. You know, you in, you worked hard Friday. Blah, blah, blah. For the cost of going out the way I did, I could have just stayed in the house yesterday. I went to a birthday party, had rice, lima beans, steak, corn on the cob. Why I thought I could eat all this shit, I don't know. Then at the birthday party, we had popcorn, cotton candy. Um, a cupcake. Roll over to the second event. Then I had two ribs and baked beans. So I probably asked for what I experienced yesterday, but they didn't have to do me like that. Like it was so bad. They violated you. Yes. So if you serve an uncooked food or you know, you taking a chance and serving something at an event that you know damn well is questionable. Let the people know. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I was hurt. I feel you. And my goal was to be safely in my house with without an upset stomach. I'm sorry that happened to you. That's hard. I appreciate it. God, I know how that feels when you have that drive and you start sweating out of nowhere. Oh. And you, and you rocking on the toilet. And you have that heave that I was driving sitting on one butt cheek. It was horrible. (laughs) Oh my god. I had to roll the windows down and everything. Uh Uh-uh. Just roll through like an eight ball. (laughs) 
That's my daddy be saying. <laughs> yeah, you know that so-and-so rolled through me like an eighth ball. <laughs> like, Dad, that's so gross. Just go shut the door. <laughs> that's my wine on the Oh my and my gosh. Kevin Hart voice, help me, nigga, nigga. <laughs> Jesus. So my wine of this week is about event planning. Um, now listen, I don't, I don't claim <laughs> to be an event planner. I don't. I, I don't act like I'm, yeah, I'm holier than thou, and I'm just out here throwing fantastic shit. But like, look, communication is key, whether that's in relationships or planning a fucking event, like. Make a list. Just make a list. Designate people, delegate folk. Like, but when it comes to the day of, I need for you to have the clear cut precision and um, drill sergeant voice that you seem to have over a phone and a text message with everybody that's that's doing what they need to do. I need for this shit to be going off because you had like you had it all together beforehand, and when the day comes, you're like. Doing this, that, and the third, and shit starting an hour and like 45 goddamn minutes late. So let's just, you know, let's just be consistent. That's all I got to say about that shit. I, I, I mean, I played my role and I was happy to, I'm gonna say I was happy to do more because I didn't want to do more, but if you had had a plan from the jump, I would have forgotten where I fit in, damn it. Don't be telling folks shit, the thing on the day of and the last minute, and then wondering why shit is being weird. It was as nice as it could be, but guys, if we're going to be on nigga time, let the niggas know you're going to be on nigga time so they can be on nigga time too. Because <laughs> niggas go nig and, and, you know, we don't have time to be not on CP time. If you're going to be on CP time, like, why would I be on time if you're going to be on CP time? You running the show. <laughs> so that's how I feel about that shit. That's right. Just, you know, be fucking consistent, goddammit. It's such if a you, double standard. If you, if you gonna be a nigga, be a nigga. That's fine, but like, don't be having me thinking you out here on time and you CPing. Right. Now you're wasting my time because I could have been CPing too. it was already late. Like, right. This type of event starts early as hell anyway. Yeah, I was shocked that you had such a late event. Like, it's supposed to have been Four. 12, 1 o'clock. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know. But for sure, niggas gonna need. For sure. So... There's that, but it's over now, so, and the the two people who sent her around were happy, so that's all I could ask for, you know? That's good. Jawanda, your whine? My whine of the week. It's just, it's petty again. Like, I just... <laughs> <laughs> they always are. That's why we're whining, honey. My, my thing is just that Mother Nature... We know you gonna always win. We know, even though we can, can genetically modify, we can prescribe, we can do all of these things, and we know you gonna do what you wanna do anyway. But must you do that shit ten days early? Okay, <laughs> I take my birth control in order to control my period, and if I can't control my period with the birth control. Where the hell can I control? <laughs> so my question is, if I'm trying to take, if I'm taking these pills consistently, like the doctor tell me to do, and your, your ass still showing up, what the hell am I supposed to do? Because I'm confused. Okay? 
the schedule says you're not supposed to show up for another 10 days, but here you are. Poof. Surprise. Hey, bitch, I'm here. Like, nobody asked you to come. We didn't ask you to come. You here early. We didn't ask you to be here. Just wait your turn. Like, why you got to show up? Now you done messed it up for everybody. Not everybody upset. Okay? I am upset because I woke up in the morning and you sighed to say, hey, girl. I'm here. She said, surprise. Girl, you miss me. I know it's only been 20 days. Because you ain't show up on the 28th day like you were supposed to. (laughs) So I'm trying to understand. Why are you here early? When you're not supposed to be here. When you're supposed to be controlled and maintained by medication. But we feel your pain. You feel my pain. I'm in cramps. Yeah, at least, at least you weren't on vacation. True, but I was, I was in my bed enjoying my weekend that I was free, that I didn't have to work, and I woke up, and then soon as she showed up, all of a sudden I got kicked in the stomach. Hmm. All of a sudden I'm here on the toilet with you, Mo. I'm rocking. Oh, I'm upset. I'm having pains. Because you decided to show up a whole 10 days early. All I have to do is say F you. Forget you. I'm upset with you right now. And maybe we can try again next month. But as for the, as for this month, we ain't friends. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, I hope this works out better for you in the month of September. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Guys, this has been a good ass time as usual. Ugh. This is fantastic. So, yeah, work-life balance. Y'all going to work, and it's hump day, goddammit. If you listen to this on the Wednesday that we put it out. So, you halfway there. You just got two more days to roll through this hole. And if you're a weekend worker, then you just hold on strong. You just hold on strong. Love yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Okay. Gonna get you that sushi. Gonna, gonna buy that bag of chips you like. Cheat on your diet. It's okay. Just do it one, just just for one hot ass minute though. Don't don't make it no habit. But treat yourself, goddamn it. Self care. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Well, to let the listeners know if we have any questions to submit them to. The link is in our bio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny last time. It's funny again. At unestablished podcast at gmail.com, y'all. Please uh, send your questions. We have yet to get in it. Our, our email's dry and I'm sad. I would really like to see y'all's questions, comments, anything, you know, just, just anything, anything. Um, y'all, we got a review to read. Y'all want to read a review real quick? Oh, sure. All right. So we got one from <laughs> our favorite narcissist. <laughs> um, it says, I felt like I grew up with them. Man, they hit on some topics and bring up old childhood stuff that I enjoyed as a youngin. I really enjoy you ladies. Make me want to grab my glass every time. Champagne, though. Y'all know I'm bougie. And ain't nothing wrong with that. We like to be bourgeoisie, too. Facts. I had some champagne yeah. yesterday. Wine with us. Oh, God. Oh, y'all. And if y'all want to um, send some wine suggestions, I would fucking love that because... Like, we know some wines, but, you know, we got a lot of go-tos. So, if you got some ones that you think are good, we'd be more than happy to try it, even if it's out of our norm. 
Cause I mean, we we I'm always looking for a good wine now. <laughs> we are. Don't be shy. Yes. Hit us up at unestablishedpodcast at gmail dot com. Link is in the bio. Thanks so much. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, y'all. Until next week. Yes. Peace. Cheers. 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 <laughs> Till next time. Cheers. Hey, clink, clink, clink. <laughs>Thank you for joining us this week on unestablished be sure to catch us every week and don't forget to rate review and follow us on all podcast platforms or if you simply tell a friend about the show that would help us out too until next time peace and love